All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having an incredible day. I'm just kicking off what I know will be a great day myself. And so I wish the same for you. Now, we're back in the thick of technicals. We're going back into accounting, my friends. And now we're moving beyond the basic concepts, uh, moving on to some of the more advanced concepts. And I encourage you, if you don't have the basic concepts down yet, that's okay. Just go back and listen to more episodes, do some more studying. I know I personally am doing that myself, just to refresh on some of the things that I learned and maybe like retained probably like 60% of what I learned the first time, but I need to go back to get that up to 100%. So no shame in that. We're all trying to grow here, but we're going to be learning some new concepts today. Specifically, today's question is introducing a new concept. And the question is this, what are deferred tax assets and deferred tax liabilities? You may see this uh, acronym DTL, or a DTA, and that's what those mean. And you know, there's this concept that we've already covered in the basic accounting section that we're building on that discusses deferred assets and deferred liabilities. Now, for example, a company can have something called deferred revenue, or sometimes this is also called unearned revenue. And that just simply means when a company has received cash, First, but they haven't actually provided the good or service yet associated with that cash. So they can't actually count it as revenue and it creates a liability on the company's balance sheet. So there's a similar concept called deferred tax assets and deferred tax liabilities, except the thing is with these, they're specifically related to taxes. So let me demonstrate. Let's say that you have to pay taxes to the government, which is a known expense that you have but you haven't actually paid the money yet. So you know you owe this money, but you just haven't paid it. Now, in this case, you have a tax liability on your balance sheet because it's something that you have to pay in the future. It's an obligation of your future cash. Now, the opposite can also be true. Maybe you paid taxes to the government already, but it hasn't been recognized as an expense yet on your income statement or the company's income statement. And that's what's called a deferred tax asset. So you see there's two sides of the coin here, deferred tax assets and deferred tax liabilities. Now this brings up the question, when does this happen in real life? (laughs) What, What scenario would actually come to fruition where we would have to deal with deferred tax assets and deferred tax liabilities? Well, Let's think about mergers and acquisitions. This is where it comes into play. And we're going to be revisiting this concept a little bit more too once we pick uh, mergers and acquisitions as a topic back up in the coming weeks. But let's say that a business acquires another business and the target business ends up being worth more than initially expected, worth more than what's written on the books. So then what happens is you do something called a write-up. The write-up is called uh, that way because you're increasing the value of the asset. And this can be a good thing in the short term for the business that's actually acquiring the other business because then they get to take off more depreciation expense because 
The bigger the asset, the more depreciation you can take, the more taxes you save in the short run, right? Well, that's true, but it does kind of change the financial picture because the overall tax liability for the acquired asset is going to increase because the value is worth more than what was on the books before. So remember, the government wants a proportional piece of however much something is worth. So if something all of a sudden gets written up to be valued more, then there's going to be an increased tax owed. But maybe that tax hasn't been paid yet because this merger just went through and one business just acquired another. So that's when a deferred tax liability will appear on the company's balance sheet, on the liability side of the balance sheet. Because now, uh uh-oh, we have this asset that's got written up to more, but now we're going to have to ultimately pay more taxes in the long run on this asset because it's increased in value on the books. So that's what would happen in the case of a deferred tax liability. Now, the opposite can also happen during a write down. Let's say that one business is acquiring another business during a merger or an acquisition, and the target asset is actually worth less than what is written on the books. And so that would actually cause a a deferred tax asset to be created on the company's balance sheet because like, hey, we already paid a certain amount of taxes to the government for this asset, but now we're saying the asset is worth less. So ultimately we're going to get to claim in the long term uh, money back or we'll have to we'll have to pay less money in the future because we have this deferred tax asset on the balance sheet because we're saying that, okay, like we've already paid more money than we needed to essentially. So that's what gets created on the balance sheet as a result of a merger acquisition when a write down of an asset happens. So write down of an asset, think deferred tax asset, a write up of an asset, think deferred tax liability. Those are the things that I want you to remember. So a little bit more of an advanced concept here. Remember, we're building here on the concepts we learned in previous episodes. So I hope that that was helpful for you. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed learning it and teaching it to you right now. But that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. And we're just out here trying to live our best life up in Ithaca, New York, just grinding here. I got midterms now already. I can't even believe like it's September. I already have midterms. But nonetheless, wherever you are in your journey, I hope you're doing amazing. I'm so grateful for you. And I hope you have an incredible day. I'll see you next time.